this is Spartan Dog 97 live from Dubai, UAE. And uh, I have the following statement to uh, be released. I understand that Michigan made the tournament. And uh, I would like to applaud the NCAA uh, Men's Basketball Selection Committee uh, in their efforts to fight homophobia. Oh, you heard it from him, folks, not me. Oh, my God. Oh. Yeah, uh, that's that's a hell of a start to our this week's Bacon Wire. Um, it's March. It's March, fellas. It feels good. Um, MSU had a little surprising journey run. Or Every day is a gift, Lucas. Every day Have a is- great game. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm dipping because I'm going to go do more shots. But remember your nitroglycerin pills. Uh, I'll be back just in time for Friday. Uh, Foster Lawyer is a surfboard. <laughs> Peace out. I'll talk to you bud. next week. Be safe. All right. That was Spartan Dog uh, joining us from Dubai for a little bit. Um, we have a special guest, but we're going to announce him when he comes in. We're not going to. We're not just going to say who it is. We're going to let you hang on to suspense for a little bit, unless you're obviously uh, listening. Well, you're obviously listening to this beforehand, but we're just going to say it when he shows up. Um, so they're playing the playing games right now. We got Wright State and Bryant. Uh, Bryant just tied it. Um, Carter, what do you think of MSU's uh, little little run in, on Thursday through Saturday? I was really encouraged by how this team played. Um, Obviously the Maryland game in that second half, when they went up by 20, the first thing I said was, okay, you're up by 20. Do not start playing like you're up by 20. And then I was like, and then they started playing like they're up by 20. And their game was a, I think a three point game, two point game at one point towards the end. And they looked like they just couldn't execute an inbounds pass. That was really alarming and I didn't feel great about playing Wisconsin the next day, but then they looked like they were playing their best basketball of the entire season in that second half of that Wisconsin game. It was, they were shooting the ball really well. They were playing incredible defense. Uh, AJ Hogard and Tyson Walker were both playing really good ball. I mean, before the ankle injury, I thought, you know, we found our closer and that's Tyson Walker. He closed the Maryland game and he closed out the Penn state game. Unfortunately he got hurt, you know, like 10 seconds into the Purdue game. And that, right. and that really stunk uh, to the point that we weren't going to have that version of Tyson Walker, that we found that continuous play where he's, he's being aggressive with his shot. He's being clutch. You know, he's, he's, he's taking care of business. Uh, I think he's finally starting to come out of his shell, get out of his own head. Um, the, the Purdue game, the Purdue is a better team than Michigan State. I think we can say that. Um, but Michigan State played them really well. I mean, every, every big lead Purdue built, Michigan State answered back, cut it from, what, like nine to, to three at some points like that. Uh, Purdue just, just ended up pulling away. I think Tyson Walker getting hurt had a little bit of a factor in there. But I think that this game was the game that we saw uh, that can – show that A.J. Hogard is the guy. He's the alpha for next year. I think yeah. Max Christie decides to come back and spurn the NBA. Uh, he can be the best player, but I think that 
I think that Hogard is going to be the leader. He's going to be the man in charge of everything next year, uh, even with Tyson Walker, who will continue to play next year. So uh, Michigan State will have two uh, serviceable point guards next year. We have us. We our guest is here. Um, he's a one of my favorite basketball follows too on Twitter. Just favorite overall follows. Um, Appreciate it. Our brother, our family, our, our brother, our friend. We won't do it. We'll we'll give him a break. Uh, Andrew Cumbo is on with us. Uh, thanks for joining, man. It's been it's finally great to have you on to talk with us. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah, we we met you at the t- what tailgate was that? Was that uh? I think it was was it Western Kentucky? It was homecoming. Yeah. Yeah, it was home mid October, yeah. I think. Yeah, you brought you uh you had DK. What you you uh, came with DK? Yeah, we took well, that big picture. Yeah, um, well, you guys were all partying, and I was a nerd and went to like that basketball scrimmage and stuff beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> um, Carter was just wrapping up. I'm sure you heard of just a little snippet of it. Um, what he thought of our Big Ten tourney run, and my only thought before I let you just just go off on your thoughts on it. I really like the way Tyson Walker took over the Wisconsin game. Like when it was, you know, a two point game back and forth, mm-hmm. he just made shot after shot in those final couple minutes. And Max Christie made some big free throws. And that was one of my favorite games I've seen MSU play in. Holy hell. Probably since Cassius left. I mean, I think it's, it's gotta be up there. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a fun game. Like what? What yeah. do you think? What do you? I we Carter and I both feel more confident about this team heading into Friday. What What are your thoughts on? I did. I just game? liked personally what what I liked the most was just how they competed. I mean, you know they they were battling and uh, the defense was good all weekend for the most part. You know they struggled hitting shots, but I loved the defense they played in all three games. Yeah, I'm. I didn't. I didn't get to see the last probably 15 minutes of the Purdue game, I had to go out with some friends uh, or some family, as someone would say. Um, I, uh, but I was listening to it and like, what, what happened when we were, when we cut the deficit to one and then, and then they gave up back, yeah, they gave up back to back threes to Eric Connor. It was kind of a backbreaker, but that's, I mean, the fact they cut it to one though, is what I was most impressed by. Cause if this was, if it was two or three weeks ago, I mean, that lead would have spiraled up to 15 or 20 and they would have never got back into the game. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, I think this team is rounding into form. Like every, every, you know, strength that this team showed in November, I think is kind of starting to come back. Yeah. You know, the, it's really the mental toughness aspect too. Um, this team, you know, towards, you know, February and all throughout that month was, was just getting blown out constantly. Uh, and now they're not allowing that to happen. I mean, they played, you know, they played Wisconsin, who's, you know, a better team record wise than them, but they, uh, they were battling back and forth that entire second half. And, uh, and then against Purdue, another team that's better than them, they were, they were still battling the entire time. And I think that that shows me that this team is ready to play in March. They don't want to go yeah. home early like last year. They want to, they want to make something happen. And I think a lot of that has to do with, uh, I was at senior day, uh, when they were playing Maryland and Izzo said they're not dead yet. So I think that he's, mm-hmm. I think it's another year where they've got these guys ready for March. I think the biggest thing is you just see Marcus Bingham playing like how he did at the beginning of the season. If he, if he, you know, if he's locked in, this is a different team. You know, we're not loaded with talent to where we can, you know, we're going to 
beat everybody, but I mean, if he's locked in, they can hang with most teams in the tournament. Yeah, I think Marcus Bingham is is one of those keys. Um, to me, I think I've been saying it for the last couple of weeks on the pod. I think the key is Tyson Walker, but now you know with the ankle injury, that's going to be uh, we're gonna we're gonna oh. put that one aside for a little bit. Um, it kind of sounds from listening to Izzo, it kind of sounds like they think he's gonna play. I mean, how effective he'll be, I'm not really sure. But I, I like, think he's like not going to start. Go. That's my prediction is he'll be the I first agree. off the bench to spell Hoggard early. Yeah. But with how great Hoggard played against Purdue and Wisconsin, I, yeah, I'm, I'm comfortable letting him start. Um, they don't even, yeah, if, if he, if AJ plays like how he did on uh, Saturday, they don't really need, I mean, obviously, you know, you want Walker to close games like he did Friday, but. If he can just give you like 10 to 15 minutes off the bench where he's shooting the ball, mm-hmm. I'll t- I would take that right now. If you, if you, uh, if you ask me, you know, I'm not, I don't expect him, you know, I don't expect him to play 25 or 30 minutes or anything no. No. coming off that ankle sprain. But if he can give him like 10 to 15 minutes, I would take that and run. Yeah, I, I agree with that 100%. Like it, and I hope Izzo just lets it into his head, like shoot the ball, you know, just try to shoot the ball. Like, like, because when he shoots, he's, pretty solid and sometimes it seems like he forgets it or he's just scared it's a it's a weird thing from game to game like there's like if the Wisconsin game were played like two weeks ago maybe he's not making trying trying to make those shots yeah um yeah this might be prisoner a moment but like I can't I can't ever think of a player at Michigan State that was as good shooting as he is that just absolutely refuses to shoot at times it's really weird (laughs) I mean, it's like the opposite. I mean, Rocket, you know, I obviously you guys know I loved Rocket and like he couldn't shoot at all. His numbers were terrible, but like you never had to uh, tell him to stop shooting. He was always willing to put shots up. Like uh, Cade Cunningham said last year when he was about to get drafted, just shoot till the clip gets empty. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that was that's exactly what Walker needs to do. I mean, he's shooting. I don't know. I haven't looked at his updated stats for the last week or so, but I mean, he's been shooting over 50% from three the entire season. Which is absurd. Yeah, he's at about a forty-eight percent clip right now. Yeah, so that, which is still absurd. I mean that—that's like the one year. Was it twenty nineteen or was it twenty eighteen? Cash that yeah, he was like the number one three-point shooter in America, or like yeah, twenty eighteen. He was like 50, 50 He was like a 50, 50, 90 guy. I want to say yeah, like two thousand eight. And like you didn't realize that because we all just looked at that, you know, that Syracuse game, and but you look at that whole season, like wow, he was pretty incredible, and then. Yeah. Got even, I mean, to a legendary status. So um I yeah, I'm I'm pretty satisfied. You know, I, I I think we all said that they would win one and lose one, right? Carter, I think we all said <clears throat> excuse me, win one, fight against Wisconsin, and we'd be satisfied. And and yeah, but it sucks because we were just hanging with Purdue, and you know, obviously after a while you want that game. So um, but I, I feel confident that if Walker were in might have been a Purdue might have barely scraped by if yeah, anything we might have won. Like I said, our, uh, our defense was great that game. That's, yeah. I mean, that's all three days. Our defense played pretty good. We struggled to make shots, but our defense was locked in. Well, and I don't know how we would have fared against Iowa because they just they seem to be playing pretty well right now. Yeah, uh, they're a machine on offense right now. Well, you know, I never trust Fran McCaffrey in March, but. <laughs> Well, uh, I mean, he's they're rolling right now. And Murray's as good as any player out there right now. So, yeah. Speaking of March, March Madness, we got well. 
it started yet last yesterday. We had uh, Indiana win and um, Texas Southern won. Texas Southern, yeah. Um, right now, Wright State is starting to build a lead against uh, Bryant. Yeah. And what's the other game? Uh, we got Notre Dame and Rutgers. Thank there. you. Why did I forget that one? Go Rutgers. Um, I get the Big Ten off to a 2-0 start. That'd be nice. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. Um, so – Let's talk. Let's talk March Madness. Let's talk the games. Um, the first one, Michigan actually. I think they're the first game tomorrow. Yes, uh, they are. Yeah, at twelve fifteen against Tennessee, um, and it's an interesting game now because a lot of people looked at that one, and I have, I had them beating Colorado State because I looked up and I saw their centers only six six, and I'm like, Hunter Dickinson might score fifty points on this team, but um. It just came out today that Devontae Jones, who's been averaging 16 points, he's out with a concussion. So, I mean, I, I still think Michigan's going to win this game. But, I mean, it's it's a, it's kind of a coin flip right now. I don't know. You guys are more dialed in than, than I am. So, like, what, what do you guys think about that? I just think it's an interesting situation with what's happening over there. <laughs> Yeah, I think, you know, Michigan has more talent, but um, if I was a Michigan fan, one thing that would scare me is they're a small favorite and like literally everybody is betting on Michigan to win. Like the last thing I saw, it was like 95% of the bets so far are on Michigan. So everybody's loading up on Michigan. And uh, now, like you said, you said they won't have Devontae Jones. I mean, he's been playing pretty good lately, so that's yeah. a big loss. So I, I think, I, I don't know, that's a coin flip game to me. Uh, it really wouldn't surprise me if either of them win, but um, it should it should be a close game, I would think. I mean, I, I think this is Hunter Dickinson's game to go off, um, and if he's shooting poorly or if he's struggling, they're going to lose. I, I think it boils down to that, especially with Devontae Jones being gone. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I do think it's a game where he could have – if he dropped – if you told me he had like 30 to 35 points tomorrow, I wouldn't be surprised yeah. at all. I'd be like, okay, let's move – you know, uh, move along. So – um. We, uh, <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I got to look at the schedule. Um, I, I mean, I don't know how we want to go about this, but I'm, I'm, I'm fine sharing my bracket. Um, I, in the West region, I'd say my biggest ups, <laughs> well, a couple of them. Uh, I have Memphis beating Gonzaga. Um, you have Memphis being Gonzaga, huh? Yes. See, that's so. Did you see the news about Monty Bates a couple hours ago, though? I saw the news after I locked in my bracket uh, in, a, <laughs> in a pool. So I, I still don't see him playing just because, no. I mean, he hasn't played in over a month and they've played and, so good without him that and like aren't him the back metric, for the tournament. Wasn't there like metrics like they've been playing like the second best basketball yeah. in America? Yeah, I, that's what I was just about to say. <laughs> they've been playing really good. So, and they're. They're pretty athletic, so they. I mean, they can hang with Gonzaga. I don't. I don't know if that's a ballsy pick by you to well, pick them to win, but it wouldn't shock me. I well, mean, you know, you gotta you gotta have one pick that can like kind of put you ahead in the pool, right? You do, yeah. And I hate when you, you know you don't want to be that person. Even if chalk wins, you don't want to be that person that just picks the one to four seats all to win the first weekend. No, I mean, I think I did mostly outside of that game, but um. Because, I mean, the only other one I could see is Chattanooga. People were thinking – people believe in Chattanooga uh, to beat Illinois, which – That'll be a good be. game. That Silvio – the former uh, Kansas player, Silvio De Sosa. Oh, yeah. Man. 
He'll be battling up against Coburn. That'll that'll be a fun game to watch. Mm, I'll t- yeah. Uh, I've got. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna get made fun. I got MSU. I don't fuck it. I don't care. I've got MSU. I'm I'm believing in them. I'm slurping up all the slop. You know, I'm a big hog. Just put it. Put this. Put the pro Michigan State slop in my trough, and I'll delete it. I'm I'm a believer. It, it's hashtag. The, uh, it's hashtag revenge tour. Did you um, see who uh, has Michigan State in the national championship game? Yeah, Nate Robinson. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't predicting that. <laughs> That's random. I I have them beating Davidson, which I I think they're going to. Um, Foster Lawyer is going to get his, but I think they're going to. I I do not see them losing that game, but at the same time. Twitter and, and media is going to be horribly unbearable if Foster Lawyer puts up like 35 points and we lose that game to him. It's it's going to be horrific. Uh, it's oh, going to be like a, a MGO Bean deactivation type of time. For it's a good people. thing. It's a good thing the game's on Friday night, late at night. So I'll yeah. have some I'll have some beers in me. So if that happens, I'll just drink myself into a coma until i pass out yeah if, if foster's <laughs> cooking us and we're losing i might just like fall asleep on the couch and say screw it, i'm not gonna bother staying up for this yeah and- i know i mean i know it's only a it's like, <laughs> i think the spread is like one and a half right now or Ooh. two i mean it's a very close spread so, it's so basically a i just one. yeah i just don't see i know i'm biased but i just don't see davidson beating state unless they just go nuclear from three which like they're gonna, ha- which is possible. I mean, they got like four guys that shoot over forty percent from three. So, which we'll there is but. a game that will forever be in our heads where a team went nuclear, and then yep. the next game they just completely crapped their pants. <laughs> yeah. Um, which, which is the worst thing. That's you know, upsets are cool in uh, the tournament, but yeah. the worst thing about upsets is usually the teams that pull the big upsets lay a dud in the second yeah. round, like, like when. Uh, when uh, UMBC beat Virginia, yeah, they got what? I can't remember who they played in the second you, round. Maybe was it was it like Syracuse? Kansas State. I want to say it was like no, because that was the year we lost to Syracuse. You're right. Oh man, because then they won the title the next year when we made the Final Four with them. Yeah. Oh, I forget. Yeah, I remember they did. Yeah, everyone but I want to say they played. Uh, I think they played Kansas State in the second round, who wasn't very good. That they, sounds uh, right. But and they just waxed UMBC. Which yeah, they're like, ridiculous. okay, we're going to Sweet Sixteen. <laughs> yeah, like like when we lost to Name Redacted, the next game Syracuse absolutely smoked them, and I was so pissed watching that. Like, if you're gonna do this to us, you need to go to elite. Yeah, you need to get to the second weekend. Don't yep. just don't just blow your whole load on one game and then yep. just completely crap the bed the next game. But um. It's a little bit of revenge tour in my mind. Uh, we can we can take out Duke. We can end Coach K's career with a loss to a guy that he's, for the most part, owned. You know, he, he's, for the most part, he's had Tom Izzo's number. Except, yeah, Izzo, except Izzo, for Izzo's, Mulder, there's been – recent, recent years, Izzo was, spent, Izzo was terrible versus K, but he's won, I think, two of the last three, which – Sounds is, right. It's nice. So, But, yeah, before that, I want to say he was, like, 1-11 or 1-12 oh, or something. It was horrible. Like yeah, it was horrible. But, and then second weekend, we could play Texas Tech, who is really good, who is who is a sleeper pick. But um, Texas Tech, we could beat them, and then get some revenge for that game that will forever be in my head. I definitely did not tear up at the end. Definitely did not cry. Matt um, Mooney, man, 
<laughs> yeah, I that was one of the worst off. nights of my life when that happened. Oh, I spent so much money on tickets to go to the Final Four. It's and so just worth to walk. it. Oh, it was awesome. I mean, yeah. I had a blast until McQuaid missed that three at the end. That, that will forever sure. haunt me. Like, I remember getting up and, like, going like this. Like, it felt like this is, this is the sports gods rewarding us. It's yeah. time. Yeah. We're going to do this. And then he missed, and it's just like, yep, then I happened. Um, yeah. And then we're going to go to the Elite Eight. And, and then you know out. who we would play, right? I mean, maybe you're right and we'll play Memphis. But We're going to play have, UConn. Uh, we'd have uh, Gonzaga versus Michigan State. And you know we got an MSU fan on Twitter that would – I mean, that would be, <laughs> be a lock for us to win that game, according to him. So. Oh, yeah. Well, I should pick them to go all the way just to spite that guy. Because um, <laughs> I can't stand him. I really um, have no opinion on uh, on Gonzaga whatsoever. I mean, I think they're no. good, but I don't. Oh, no. I don't like them. I don't dislike them, but I found myself rooting for them lately. <laughs> just so he's wrong about. I was really. Gonzaga. I was praying they'd win the national title last year and be like what forty and hours. Yeah, something like that. Thirty-eight. Was, I think it was something. yeah, something yeah, thirty-something. Oh yeah. And I'm like, and then when they lost, I'm like, oh man, that that dude is going to go insane but i'm like they still made the national title game um they were undefeated up until the national title <laughs> game they lost to like a legendary baylor team and it's yeah. like that proved that gonzaga wasn't good or something they were clearly really good well i i saw a tweet and that's that's a bad way to like it's basically like referencing wikipedia for a book report but um i saw a tweet where someone gave like the stats that gonzaga puts up against ranked teams and it's nothing like incredible like they are a very mid average team. They're not like godly like they are in their conference. They're like they're pretty close to everybody else. And I think that's a difference here. And, and Memphis has the athletes to hang with Gonzaga. They definitely um, have the athletes, yeah, for sure. I just had to pick them because I just wanted to pick an upset and and just see what happens with it. You never know. Like that could be the kind of upset that you know wins a pool or just gets me absolutely clobbered if Gonzaga wins it all. Maybe maybe the basketball gods will reward us one of these years. And uh, I mean, I would love to see Michigan State take out Coach K, but maybe oh. maybe the gods will reward us and Cal State Fullerton will take them out. Oh, that'd be fantastic. <laughs> Make up for the Middle Tennessee stuff. A couple yes. Years ago. And then we'd have a, maybe an easy game in the second round. Uh, what, what do you guys have? Who do you have winning the West? Or what, what's your insights? Carter, what you got? Well, for my West bracket, I do actually have Michigan State in my Elite Eight. Um, okay. I believe in Michigan State against Duke. Uh, I believe in them against Texas Tech as well. Uh, Texas Tech is a team that plays a lot of small ball, uh, and I think that our size can combat them, and we can win that game if we're knocking down shots. I know Texas Tech, even with Chris Beard leaving and Mark Adams taking over, they're still an elite defensive team, but mm. – Michigan State showed that they can compete with elite defensive teams like Wisconsin, like Purdue. Uh, and I think that there's a shot that they can win uh, if they're knocking down shots. Uh, but then I have them playing Gonzaga in the Elite Eight, and I think that Gonzaga will prove to be too much for them. Um, and the, the, the secret scrimmages of the past will be exposed uh, in that Elite Eight game. And I have Gonzaga going to the, the Final Four in that one. Okay. That's actually exactly what I have. I'm not <laughs> like I, I, Gonzaga is just a, the chalk pick, and then I had to be a homer and take state because I, I wasn't taking Duke to beat Michigan State. I just couldn't do it. Uh, 
I got to live up to my username. You know, I'm MSU devotee. I got to live up to it. You know, I mean, I have realistically, realistically, I don't think, I mean, if we're being honest, Michigan State probably won't make the Elite Eight, but I mean, I don't think it's crazy or anything with the way Duke's played lately. And right. uh, Texas Tech would be a really tough game, but I mean, they're beatable. They're not like overwhelming on offense. That would probably be like a 52 51 final, probably, but. We could beat them. I think we could beat them for sure. Yeah. It'd be one of those games where you're just you're not comfortable the entire time. Like until... like you look at the you look at the West too, like uh I'm looking at the bracket right now. Like Alabama, I could see losing to Rutgers or Notre Dame, and I could also see yeah. them going on a run to the Elite Eight and playing Gonzaga. Like, they are such a weird team. Like I, their system's so weird, but like <clears throat> I have them losing to Texas Tech, obviously, but like I think Nate Oates is a good coach, but, you know, if maybe he learned from last year, like he can learn some lessons, but they lost so many games that they just shouldn't have. Like, yeah, he's an awesome coach. I mean, if you told me if you I don't think it'll happen, but if you told me he replaced Izzo, I would be like on cloud nine ecstatic. But uh, I mean, he's a great recruiter. I think his style's fun to watch, but his style leads to like upsets too. Right. Especially when you're the more talented team and you're relying on shooting 33s. I mean, if you go broke, an upset can happen. That, that reminds me of John Beeline before he realized that playing defense in the big 10 is just as important as shooting threes. Yeah. Cause once, once Beeline got assistance in that knew how to balance the game, that's when they really took off. Oh yeah, they they were just as good as us, if not better, yeah. for a little. For yeah, they were good. They were good under Beeline, <clears throat> but then yeah, once he brought those defensive-minded assistants in, they became real. They had that three or four-year stretch where they were really good. Yeah, I mean there was almost a Final Four where we were in there with them. Like if we beat UConn and they beat Kentucky, we, we could have been playing for the title, and that would have yeah. been that would have been hell on earth. That would have been. Like scorched earth all over the all over the all over the state. Um, you talk about depressing losses. I think that's number one on my list for Michigan State was the UConn game. I, think. I, I didn't I had, get to I, I didn't get it. to watch it. I had to listen to it, which just sucked. because the field was so weak. Like everybody was. Do you remember when we beat Michigan in the Big Ten title game? Like, oh, we kicked the that? shit out of them. And then they they had the selection show. Literally every person picked Michigan State to win it all. And then you flip that. it over to ESPN and like Billis and all those guys. I hated, I hated that though. Chemistry. I'm like, I don't like this. <laughs> I always oh, I agree. Well, they did the same shit and uh, they did the same shit in 2016. And then we know how that ended. <laughs> Look, I, I hate bringing up 2016, but you play that game 99 more times. We're, we're winning probably 95 of them. I'm, I'm, I'm being arrogant, but that game. We'll never we didn't even play bad that game, really. We shot like they just played. Literally, they all played the best game of their entire every, life. Every chance they all had the hand got, of God. Yeah. yeah. Every chance we cut it closer and closer, they hit a shot to counter it. Yeah. Like we were going ratio, and they just kept saying counter. And it. Kept I remember happening. that. I remember that game was the, uh, the that game was the day after St. Patty's Day, and, and I was I was so hungover. I was laying in bed watching the game and we were down like 13 to nothing or something. And I wasn't two. even yeah, 15 to two. I wasn't even concerned at all. I was like, ah, we'll be fine. We'll still uh, win by 20. Uh, and then they just kept making <laughs> shot after shot after shot. It was 15 to two. And I'm like sitting there like, maybe you should have called timeout a little sooner, Tom. 
And then we, we, we just kept making shots, and I'm like, I was so depressed, but I'm like, you know, this is the first time this has happened under Izzo. So, I mean, it's happened to Coach K multiple times. It's happened to all everyone. I'm like, it happens to everybody. This was one. inevitable. But um, yeah. anyway, <clears throat> excuse me. In the South, I'm I'm a believer in Arizona. I'm that's my chalk pick. I I think Villanova's a really good team, but I, I just I don't I think Arizona's just man, they are running on all cylinders. I don't see anyone maybe maybe Houston or Illinois could keep it close with them and I think Villanova will keep it close enough but I just I don't see anyone else out of that region that is like a a teeter-totter pick for me I agree I think they're like the most looking at the bracket I feel like they're probably the most overwhelming favorite to get to the final four yeah because I don't even know, like, looking at it, the only team I would even probably consider taking over them is Tennessee, and I don't trust Rick Barnes when it comes to tournament time. So Right. And I don't think Villanova is that good this year. I just I know they're a two-seed, but I'm just not buying into Villanova. No. I have them in my final four in my national title game. Villanova? <laughs> I mean, that's not crazy. I mean, no. you, could, you could very well be right. I mean, Gillespie's sure. a good player. I just... I just don't think they're that good. But then again, I don't think there's that many great teams in basketball this year. So, I mean, well, there are two seeds. So it's not like you're picking a seven seed, like some right. shit on this podcast is to make a final yeah. four. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like somebody did that too. Uh, I have, um, I, yeah, I, I think that I agree with Combo. I think that the field is just not as good as it usually is. And I think that Villanova, you know, with a team that Jay Wright has, has a chance to you know, get to a final four. I mean, Jay Wright's been there before. He, he knows all about this. So wouldn't shock me to see him do it again. Like if you compare this year's Villanova. Yeah, I agree completely with you. They could definitely get to a final four, but like, if you compare their team to like the 2018 team that won it all, I feel like they'd lose by 30 points. Oh, they will. Oh, like, they yeah, ran off the floor. Stacked. They were a buzzsaw. Yeah. yeah. What they have on that team. They had like Jalen Brunson, Dean Trenzo, Amari Spillman. Did they have Pascal on that team? Yeah, I want to. I'm trying to think. Was he on the first championship team or was he on the second championship team? He was I, want say, the, I want to say Pascal was on the second team. If yeah. he was on the second right, one, then yeah. yeah, he was on that team. Yep, yeah, that yep. team was absolutely stacked with guys who are who are top tier contributors in the NBA right now. Yeah, and they I were remember, like experienced. Like Brunson was a junior, and like they had a lot of experience too. So. I remember being on like a work trip and during the uh, the national title game, and that day, like at our work meeting, that my my one room, the one guy I shared a hotel room with was like, I'm so excited. He was a Michigan fan. He's like, I'm so excited for time. I'm like, buddy, you are not winning this game. <laughs> he, he, he got mad. I'm like, look, Villanova is creaming everybody. They are the best. They're one of the best teams I've seen in a long, in a couple of years. Like no one is beating them. Like you're not, you're, you might keep it close for 10 minutes, but you are not winning. Just like, I said, look, it's like 2009 MSU against North Carolina. Just have fun. Yeah. You made it this far. Just have fun because you're not beating them. And then we watched the game, and he's just like, I should have listened to you because I'm really upset now. <laughs> I think Michigan like, had been a there. shot in that game. Yeah, I think Michigan had a shot in that game until, you know, DiVincenzo just went absolutely nuclear from the <laughs> Yeah, that was insane. He, was getting he every played shot out of his mind. <laughs> he played out of his mind. Um, that Michigan team was that Michigan team was good. Really good. I'm, not, I'm not talking shit about them, but like they had the easiest path 
objectively oh. seed wise to the championship game in NCAA history. Like seed wise, yeah. they had they had, nobody's ever had an easier path to it. Well, they game. had a they had to have a buzzer beer to beat Houston. I yeah, mean, they they. But you know you need luck to get anywhere. Then they played. Uh, I mean, they played Florida State, who was like I want to say an eight or nine seed in the Elite Eight. That's right. They played uh, Chicago, who was what were they an eleven seed in the Final Four? Yeah, they were like a ten or eleven or something like that. Ugh. Um. Yeah, that that pissed me off that whole run. But we but we made it up next year. I I thought our run was uh, pretty good, even though we didn't. We don't have as many finals appearances. Uh. You know, I think we stack up with them. And they, but I was about to say, you know, the 2018 Michigan team would get crushed by the 2013 team. Oh, absolutely. Um, absolutely. Yeah, Trey Burke would have probably 40 points. Yeah. And Mitch McGarry, if he's not doing uh, illegal marijuana, would uh, <laughs> would 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 uh, abuse Mo Wagner down the paint. Easy. Um, yeah, that, that Michigan team was sick. Tim Hardway style. Oh, good. man. Like I wasn't rooting for them, but I'm like, damn, they. I'm, I was just like, they're really good. I, my hatred just set aside. I'm like, they are really good. And my my best friend, I watched the Louisville game with him, and he, I'm like, dude, I think it's happening. He's like, shut the fuck up. I'm like, <laughs> no, man. I I put aside my hatred. You are an incredible team. You're probably gonna win the title tonight. I really believe it. I said Louisville's like Albrecht just going off. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, I think you're gonna win the national championship. And you know, they got so close, but then he's like, You should you you were cheering for him. I'm like, I wasn't cheering for him. But um <clears throat> in the east, I have Baylor. It's another chalk pick, but they're the defending champions, and they had a little bit of a lull, but they look pretty good ever since. And um, I know they didn't win the Big Ten or Big Twelve tournament, but um, or did they? No, no, no they Kansas lost State. Oklahoma. Yeah, they got knocked. Oh, out. wow, maybe I'm kind of talking my ass. Um, but you know, I just I think the only I mean I know Combo, you've been ta- you've been pretty high in Kentucky, right? Yeah, that's who I got in the national title but game. On ta- talk me into Kentucky. I just think uh, Toshibwe, the transfer from West West Virginia, is a monster. Like he uh, leads the country in rebounding, and um, Kentucky's won what they made the Final Four last in 2015. They're due for a run. I mean, they've been knocking on the door many years, so they're due to get back to the Final Four. They were pretty and, bad uh, last year, weren't they? Yeah, they missed oh, the they, tournament. Yeah, they missed the tournament. They were bad. Yeah, yeah they were terrible. But uh, the only th- Baylor is a really tough team, and I could see them going far too. But I saw that their uh, leading score is out at least for the first two games of the tournament. Like, it just came out today, so that kind of turned they me would, off. They would be them. against Shaka Smart or um, North Carolina in the first second round. Ooh. Yeah. So I got Third UCLA round. and uh, I got UCLA and Kentucky in my elite eight. Ooh. You know what? I'm too. changing that. Yep. You convinced yeah. me. I do too. I'm worried about. Uh, Baylor if LJ Cryer can't play. I think he's yeah. their lead. Is he lead, their leading scorer? He's their leading scorer, I think. Yeah. Okay. Or he's yeah. up there. That's he's one of their problem. leading scorers. And he's like, out, he's out for he's out for at least the first two games, they said. So yeah, I think that, yeah, I think they can get by, by Marquette if they even without him, but UCLA is gonna play them too tough for them to get past him. I mean, I know Baylor's really good, but you know, last year was one of the only years that they've really made a deep run, at least that I can remember, you know, Mickey Mouse run. Tournament. <laughs> no, no, I mean, it's like she, what's that? 
it's like Sheehan said on lockdown the other day. It's like last year was so Mickey Mouse because you see a lot of the teams that had a lot of success in last year's tournament were just Ooh. awful this year under more normal like circumstances. UCLA is the underlier, or uh, well, UCLA and Baylor are fine. Well, well, I think we all point at one team. Um, like Georgetown, Oregon State. I mean, those two teams are terrible this year. Well, Alabama, Oregon State went three and twenty-eight or something like that Jesus. on the season. <laughs> they won one conference game. <laughs> oh, they did win one. I think so. Yeah, I swear I watched. I swear I was watching like a late season game, and they're like, "Yeah, this team sucks." They have one in a single game. Um. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, you convinced me. UCLA, Kentucky, Elite Eight. Um, That's where I have too. I agree with Combo. I mean, sh- I mean, yeah. Oscar Shibwe is just absolutely unstoppable. Uh, how far do you guys have Purdue? I have them in the Sweet Sixteen. Or do you have I do, too. I, I do too. I have them in the Sweet Sixteen. I just. I think they have like they have the team that they could win it all, but, but like yeah. two reasons they just that I'm not picking like, one. I just don't like them, so I can't pick them. <laughs> and then two, they just don't defend anybody. So. Well, if they don't shoot well, they're in trouble. Yeah, they turn the ball over like almost as much as we do. Yeah, mm-hmm. they turn the ball over a lot. Jaden Ivey's incredible, but he's careless, and he can it be. Yeah, he's a great. I hate when I'm watching Purdue. And like that Stefanovic guy just randomly shoots like <laughs> 10 threes in a game and drains him. I just wish that guy would get a job. I don't know how old he is, but I swear he's got to God, the quickest release player. ever. Like I wish uh, Christie would learn how to shoot like him. Like oh, release wise. Yeah. He says Christie's gets that thing off. Yeah. Christie's got such a slow release and Stefanovic, however you say his name, just like he gets, if he has like a half of a second, it's going yeah. on. He, he, just, he just shoots, man. I, I like seeing it, but it frustrates me at the same time. Um, yeah, I, I like how you guys changed my mind there, Kentucky. And I don't mind Coach Cal. I don't mind him. I like him. I actually do I like, like Cal, him. too. He I know cares Izzo, about his players. Izzo loves him, so, I mean, I think that's pretty good judge of character. He cares yeah. about his players. He likes winning, you know. Yeah. There's nothing wrong about him. I, I Izzo, like that. Yeah, Izzo and Cal are pretty good friends from everything else. I, I like that he said a long time ago, like, you know, can some Kentucky boosters get mad that I push guys to the NBA? And he's like, I'm here to coach and do well, but I'm also here to make them do do better, to be right. better people and, like, make better lives for themselves. I'm like, that's a really good way to put it. Like, that really is. <clears throat> Especially when, you know, Jaron Jackson said that he was begging Coach Izzo to stay for 2018-19. And Coach Izzo's like, no, get out of here. <laughs> that that sucks, but I'm like, yeah, that's 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 Coach Izzo. Well, that um, just puts the puts to bed the myth that Michigan fans always say that he like begs for players to come back, which has never uh, been the case. If he begged for players to come back, Miles would have maybe thought about it for another year. But uh, Jaron Jackson, he was telling was, Miles that he needed to leave after his freshman year. Like he was yeah. reading an interview with Bridges a couple weeks oh, ago right. it was saying like he was floored like asking him why is he coming back here a lottery pick already well and then and then jaron jackson that that was like man him on that team whew. oh man that would have been I, but i don't know if tillman would have developed as as well as he did you yeah know I mean? yeah talent wise they would have been better but i mean kenny Goins set the game winner to send to the final four so he's <laughs> sitting on the he's sitting on the bench you know if if Jackson is probably if Jackson is on that team. So, right. I mean, Nick Ward was a good player, but him getting hurt was like the best thing to ever happen to MSU. Well, yeah, we were all panicking going to that Michigan game. And then 
they figured out that was a backdoor screen or was it like a just kind of a like a pick and roll with Tillman and they were just like man this keeps working let's just put it on repeat that was Um, like their entire offense that year was just pick and rolls with Tillman and and no one uh, barely anybody could stop it no um sorry I don't want to like cough all the time I'm okay but um uh Midwest what what do you guys have like Carter who do you have I just I don't know I don't know who to pick in my final four in the Midwest, I have USC. I have seven seated USC. I was really? so impressed. I was so impressed with the run they went on last year. They ran into the Gonzaga buzzsaw. I think that this region is just, I mean, relatively, you've got Kansas and you've got Iowa. Those two teams have to play each other. And whoever comes out, you know, of that one, I think is going to be a little worn down. Um USC is playing against Auburn, of course, but I mean, I think that Auburn can give, I think that USC can give Auburn problems. A couple teams have given, has, have given Auburn problems this year, uh, but they have uh, come through with it just because of the fact that they have much more talent. I, I love Andy Enfield. I like Isaiah Mobley. I love how this team is constructed. Uh, I got them beating Auburn. I got them beating Wisconsin. I got them beating Kansas in the Elite Eight going to the Final Four. I actually like that because I look at that I look at that region and like mm. I hate picking just chalk because I already got two one seeds and a two seed and like I want to pick Kansas just because you know they're the best team in that re- but I actually yeah I like that USC pick that's not a bad pick at all mm. I don't trust Iowa I just don't I mean they're good and Keegan Murray's good but I don't trust Fran in March Providence is like probably the worst four seed that I can recall so, <laughs> I have them beating Iowa <laughs> do you really yeah. yeah, I mean, that could have, I mean, that wouldn't be shocking, but I actually have that. I don't like that everybody's picking it, but I have South Dakota State knocking them off. Interesting. Okay. I have, I have, uh, would have, would have been Michigan coach Ed Cooley, uh, um, first choice, best choice, only choice, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, beating Iowa, losing to Kansas, but I'm switching it up. I'm going to, I, mean, I don't know. I, I'm going to keep Auburn, but I have Auburn. But yeah, they they've lost some games that have made me scratch my head. And Wisconsin's got a really good draw, actually. But again, Wisconsin I just... could walk to the Elite Eight pretty yeah. easily. Mm-hmm. Agreed. But I mean, I don't. We don't know. I mean, Johnny Davis. I mean, we would all assume is just going to be more and more healed. Mm-hmm. We basically, have do they play tomorrow or, or Friday? I don't know. I don't know. I'll look real quick. Um, I, I mean, no matter what, who's that? Wisconsin so and uh, Colgate. Uh, that's Friday. Friday. Okay. Fr- basically, we're playing at the same time they are. Um, I mean, that gives Johnny Davis basically another whole week to rest up his his uh, his injuries because um, clearly he had some shots against us, but it was very clear he was not himself. Um, he, he was, he was beat up and he gave it a go, but you know, Brad Davidson, that Bobby Hill lookalike, you know, was the <laughs> one who carried him, kept him, kept him, kept him in the game or else we're beating the shit out of him. It um, felt so good to beat him. It felt uh, so good that he fouled out <coughs> last big 10 game and we beat him. That I love that he him. whined and like to his assistant coach was like slamming the chair and stuff. I'm like, that's how you deserve to go out. You little bitch. I was <laughs> so happy with that. Um, so final fours, uh, I'll let you get like, 
Come on, who your final four national champion? Who you got? So, so my final four, I I got you know, sixteen more hours to change this up before the game start. But I got three one seeds. I got Kansas, uh, Gonzaga, and uh, who's the other one seed? Kansas, Gonzaga, and Arizona, and then I got Kentucky, which is I don't know a little chalky, so I might switch it up. But then I got uh, Arizona beating Kentucky in the title game. That's what I got right now. Okay. So I have Gonzaga, Kentucky, Villanova, and USC in my final four. I have Gonzaga beating Kentucky, and I have Villanova beating USC. Gonzaga over Kentucky was not actually an easy one. I, I kind of went back and forth with that one. I'm thinking Gonzaga – I, they're not as good as they were last year, but I think that they're going to be on kind of like a, a revenge tour type of thing. And I think that they're going to want to, they're going to want to win. I mean, Timmy versus Shibway, that'll be kind of fun. And I think Gonzaga comes out on top. I have them against Villanova in the national title. And I think Gonzaga completes the revenge tour by finally getting it done. Hmm. And uh, a certain MSU Twitter user will cry himself to sleep. <laughs> finally. Uh, that would be his his Twitter feed will be very entertaining if Gonzaga <laughs> does one at all. Yeah, and if they do lose early, it'll be funny too. It will I'll, be. I'll check in. Yeah. Um, man, this is I'm just such a freaking homer. I don't know. I, I'm shy about my picks. Um, I've got Michigan State beating Kentucky. This is all just gonna go flat on my face in like two days if Foster Lawyer just completely obliterates us. And I have Arizona beating Auburn, and I have Michigan State beating Arizona. Here's my theory. We're due. Izzo's due. I still believe he has a shot at another title um, because we're still recruiting at a very high level. We're not falling off like football did. No disrespect to Antonio. We, I think we're due, and it could be one of those weird years. Like um, – like 2014, you know, a seven and an eight seed are playing for the national championship. And you tell me that, and I go, oh, that's awesome. Like, is it Butler and like, um, you know, Butler and another mid-major or Butler and Akron or something? Oh, no, it's Kentucky and UConn. Right. And I'm like, oh, well, that sucks. Um, I just have, I don't know, I, I'm I'm just going to put it, I'm going to speak into existence. Um I'm going to be Lucas Dumas in this and just, just believe in, just believe in our guys. And like, you know, and even if we don't win, even if we don't get far, you know, I, I really think that next year with how well Holger has played lately and how well Walker is starting to realize his importance in, in not just in late game situation, but like in a game that it could propel us to next year with the guys coming in. And with uh, like, I've always said, sophomore Max Christie, um, I think we could really have – I want to see a year where we have like UConn had in 2014 where we had Napier and Boatwright, two-point guards that no matter what <clears> – <throat> excuse me, no matter what else is going on with the team, carry them. They just steady the ship. And if you can do that and have the support like they did, you can win a national title as a seven seed. So, I mean, I don't know if we have the depth necessarily, you know, and – but um. I just, I'm a believer. I'm going to be, I always believe in this team, uh, except for last year. I had no, <laughs> <laughs> you know, once I saw we were in the play-in, I'm like, I don't know if I can pick them to go very far. 
Um, that's just my really delusional reasoning is that I could see MSU winning a national title in a year where no one thought they'd go anywhere. I mean, that would make up for all the years, you know, that we expected it. You know, we are, we are so due to get like crazy calls or like lucky shots, like to fall. We are more than due. We've suffered. Now we're MSU fans. We've had it pretty good for like 25 years. We've had it really good, but like we've been through a lot of shit, you know, in terms of winning, we've had it great, but in terms of like winning another title, we've had some brutal luck. No. 2010, Luke, we made the <laughs> final four and Luke I was there. Down. 2014, Appling hurts his wrist. 2019, yeah, I remember watching that, that game. That, that, even Arns got hurt in 2019. Who did? Kyle Arns. Oh, yeah, that's right. I mean, um, you have him. I mean, he wasn't great. He wasn't great or anything. He was a good role player, but you have him and uh, the final four. Make make a couple when, shots. Yeah, when Henry had to sit like the entire first half because of Izzo's auto bench strategy that he always does, and uh, you have Arns to sub in. Who knows? Maybe we win that game. I mean, my hot take for Texas Tech. I don't know if you, I'm sure you've seen me say it come up. You know, since we interact a lot on Twitter, is if Jer if uh, Josh Langford is in that game, I really think we win. I do too. Because they were so dedicated to just being like a hive, like all, all of them flooding to wherever the ball was that like Cassius could literally just run around with the ball and like get Langford an open, you know, 15 foot jump shot. And if we needed one more shot creator that game and Langford would have been there. Yeah. Yeah. If, if we had a guy, if like, if, if Izzo didn't auto bench Henry, Henry maybe could have gotten the confidence to hit some shots. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, you know, that was just always a game where I thought I think Langford would have been the difference maker here. Like, cause he could have changed Texas Tech's game plan if he just starts drilling jump shots to where tech just panics and folds, or like they're like, oh man, we gotta start shooting the ball, like giving him room or something. Um no, I agree. Or you know, like double triple teaming him. Um yeah, I mean Nick Ward didn't really do anything in that game, and you know, that that was yeah, whatever. Um, and then 2014. I remember watching that North Carolina game with Keith Appling foul. That was just brutal because we were number one. He was playing amazing. Yeah, he's playing amazing. I'm like, man, this – I was just sitting there like, this feels good. You know, being like the number one team, people are like, they're all loving us. We're all like, oh, yeah, give us the love. We're we're really good. We still were really good. But, like, um, yeah, when when he hurt his wrist, it just felt like a little deflating, like, man – did we just lose like a chance at a title? And we kind of did. I mean, we all agree a healthy Keith Appling. I think UConn gets disposed of pretty easily. I think they, I think they cruised to the title that year. There was no good teams. Like I said, it was yeah. a seven verse eight national title. I think like, we, 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 we would have played Wisconsin the final four, right? Yes. Yep. I don't think Wisconsin was ready for the moment then. No, see, they were really good the following year. Oh, they were incredible. Or actually, hang on. I'm trying to think. What was the final four that year? Was it UConn? Wisconsin, UConn, Kentucky, and... Um, Florida, right? Florida, yeah. Florida? Okay, yep. I think... And then and then go figure, we make it the next year. We have, like, an amazing run. <laughs> and that 2015 final four was, like, three of the best teams in the last 10 With, years. With, like, a combined Literally. six losses or yeah. something. And we're Kentucky was 38 0. 
Yeah, and Wisconsin had like what two or three losses. Yeah, and Duke and Duke was the team that won it all, obviously. So the three like amazing teams in that final four. Yeah, I remember we were up three two against Duke, and then you know kind of just went away after that. We were up fourteen to six at one point in that game, something like that. I was like, we got a good start. We got off to a good start, and then it didn't last very long. Yeah, I mean, Trice just just Trice just shot. I'm like, okay, that's the way we're gonna win. Trice (laughs) just shoots shit out of the ball, but um. Yeah, you know, it is fun to think about, like, the, the hypotheticals, but that's just my reasoning, my crazy reasoning, like, my old man rambling. We're due. We're due for breaks. I'm saying it. We're due. I mean, I, mean, I don't I, think it's crazy. I mean, Mich- Michigan State is is upset at the other day. They could literally lose to pretty much anyone in the tournament. We could beat He doesn't think there's anyone they can't beat either, which is it's true. So You can catch anyone on an off night. That's my yeah. reasoning. Yeah. You could catch UConn on an off night. I mean, we played them really tight Thanksgiving Day. That was a great. I don't beating. think there's any. Uh, there's no Gonzaga or Baylor from last year this year in my if, opinion. There's if a couple Gonzaga, really good teams, but if Gonzaga falls and Duke falls in our region, I think it's ours to take. I think Easily. I agree with that. I, I really believe that, and that that's not that's a very hot take. You know, oh, wow, the top two seeds fall. Anyone's up for grabs, but I feel we can hang with Arkansas, UConn, Memphis. Memphis, um, Alabama, Texas Tech. How funny would it be if if Amani doesn't play and they get to the Elite Eight and then Amani plays against MSU? Hey, that would be that would be, it. Yeah. That'd be a good thing for MSU. Like he lo- he misses like a game-winning shot. Shoots like three of fifteen. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> Michigan just State just everything. kills him, and it's all Amani's fault. <laughs> Penny Hardaway just. Just takes his jersey off at halftime. Tells <laughs> him to leave. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that's pretty good. I think it's a pretty good podcast we just did. You know, just summing up the games, get ready for tomorrow. I have to work, and uh, it sucks. But, <clears throat> like, I work in, like, I'm an office employee at my job, and my coworker and I share an office in the middle of, like, a fabrication shop, and I have two screens and I put the Big Ten tournament on, you know, and I had it minimized. You know, I was just basically listening to it. And some whiners who are shop workers that are part of the union saw my computer and saw like the game on the bottom. And Monday I come in and my boss was like, none of us give a shit, but the union guys saw your computer screen and said, you can't watch the games. I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to put the game on my computer and just, minimize it to where you can't see it then i'm listening and so to mess with those because for the last three days the guys who like ratted on me like would literally stop and like look in our office to see what was on my screens like to make sure i wasn't watching basketball basketball. (laughs) so i opened up a blank word document on my second screen i just typed basketball in big letters and every like one time the guy was driving like a forklift he almost like ran into a steel beam like seeing basketball on my screen so it's just like i'm not mad i'm like i'm just gonna have fun with it but like and i said i said i can stream on my phone and they're like yeah they can't tell you what to do with that i'm like all right fair enough i don't even know if they still have it because usually i just watch the games on tv now but like 
I remember back in the day, like being in class or being in old jobs, like they had the boss button. Do you guys yeah, know they still have about? it. Do they still have it? Okay, where you can have the game stream and you just click that button real quick and thank you for like the a reminder. or something comes up on on the thing. Thank you for the reminder. I'll just minimize it, but like, yeah, I, I was like, really, yeah, you want to bitch about that? But I just thought it was a funny story to share because like every all the office people are laughing every time they see it. <laughs> I'm like I don't care what those guys think. I'm just gonna I'm gonna be a good soldier, but I'm gonna play with it. Um, That's why they got to make the first two days of the tournament a federal holiday. That oh. and the day after the Super Bowl, <laughs> or put the Super Bowl on a Saturday. But or that that'd be too too if, easy though. I'll be 35 this year. If I'm elected president, Super Bowl Sunday is a national holiday reflected on Monday, and half day school for all kids in America. On the sixth or on the on the Thursday and Friday of March Madness, and then all work is off that day. That you got Thursday my vote. Friday. Yeah, you got my vote. <laughs> <laughs> um, Whitney Richardson, twenty twenty four. All right, <laughs> now I now I don't know if now I don't know if I vote for you anymore. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the real ones, no. <laughs> all if right. you get a new VP, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to think about it. Um, Let's see. You guys have any other thoughts on the tournament or like what's going to happen? Like any hot takes or anything? Field is wide open. Yeah. Anyone yep, can I agree. Yeah. I'm just ready for uh, 940 on Friday to get here. Oh, man. Oof, I'm going to have to stay awake. Holy shit. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll do it. But like, man, I, I don't take naps. So that's the that's that's a, a hurdle right there. So I'm just going to have to like. I don't know. Get something get sugary. That. It's like get a co- get some coffee going or a Red Bull Ooh. or something. Yeah, I should get some coffee going. Um, <laughs> all right, I think that was a good pod. I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna hit end. But um, come, Andrew, Andrew, thank you for coming on with us, man. That was, was this was a lot of fun. Yeah, I agree. Thanks for having me, guys. All right, fellas, go thank green, you, go white, go white. March Madness. <laughs>